0: empower, and rehabilitate you back to health. Without further ado, please enjoy the show. Welcome back everybody to the podcast. So today I'm talking about business and healing. I believe so many of us are moving around, playing out unconscious drama patterns of self-protection that at one point in our life was extremely useful but is now acting as blocks of our joy, growth, success, and breakthroughs. And so, my question is what would it be like if our business challenges were actually opportunities for self awakening, self discovery, and healing? because you know once you you know create a program or a service you achieve the sales you earn the money you get the followers you have a big email list you know the question is are you happy were you happy in the process of getting that are you healthy are your relationships vibrant are you full of life's ener- uh, life's vital energy and passion? Or do you only get to be happy, healthy, and relationships vibrant when you've achieved things? Is it possible to have all those things while also working on your business growth? You know, I did all the things. I got the business coaches. I got the mindset coaches. I've, you know, done all the business book reading and marketing strategy and, you know, all of those things. But in the process of growing my business, I've also crashed. I've had health concerns. I've had money concerns. I've had relationship concerns. And I asked myself, you know, there's gotta be a better way for me to be in the business world, to be in the marketplace, but not completely lose myself, not completely tie my results to my self-worth. And that's what I was doing. So whether I succeeded, well, I didn't succeed enough. I didn't succeed, well, then I wasn't good enough. And so this would just sort of play out so whether, you know, I was getting the goals or not getting the goals, I wasn't quite happy either way. And so, you know, why do all of this if, you know, I'm waiting for this, like, magical goal to be attained before I can feel happy in my life, in my health, and in my relationships? And and these were the type of, experiences and questions that led me into body intelligence somatic work somatic intelligence and i love this uh quote from dr reef kareem or not a quote but kind of like a saying he says you know we've become intellectually dominant and soulfully deficient and that's i think what my body was really picking up on you know I could have the right mindset and be like, yes, I'm enough. Yes, I'm enough. Yes, I'm enough. And I'd look and I'd say the affirmations over and over. And yet I didn't feel enough. There wasn't an embodied felt sense of enough. And that's when I realized like, oh, this intellectual realm, this IQ, this thinking mind that so much of our business is centered around, right? The analyzing, the thinking, the rational, the performance, the numbers. But the fact of the matter is that our thinking mind actually limits us here because our thinking is actually a limited bandwidth for innovation problem solving. And it's very hard for our thinking mind to tolerate the unknown. And this, you know, this blocks us from accessing intelligences that we, you know, deemed are not relevant in business, but I actually think they're more relevant than anything now. So the thinking mind, intellectual dominance, really is something that is limiting us in our business growth and capacity. Whereas I think when we can merge body intelligence, right, so body intelligence is like the ability to recognize sensations and feelings in my body, recognize processes like physiological processes of self-protection coming up. It's Body intelligence is like the ability to regulate, identify patterns, complete cycles, integrate you know, what we're thinking into feeling so that we can become transformative. And body intelligence and body literacy really begins to tap into parts of our brain that is outside of language. It's in the subconscious mind. And, you know, I strongly feel that if we became a culture of being more aware of being more present, of being more regulated, we would be so much more open, so much more trusting of others and so much more trusting in the process where we wouldn't feel like we have to grind things out and just work harder, just work harder. We would feel so much more connection to ourself, to others, Definitely to nature, because if I can slow down, if I can feel things within me, if I can connect myself and my body is connected to everything else, I can connect to nature and then I can connect to the source of all life itself. And from there, we can become more tolerant of the unknown because possibility, innovation for something new comes from a place of unknown. The thinking mind only kind of knows what it knows, and it can kind of rejig patterns, but true innovation is like a whole completely new idea coming, and that typically does not come through the thinking mind. It comes through an alignment of body and heart center and wisdom, which is beyond kind of just like that thinking part, like there's this whole alignment that happens within us when we get present, when we get quiet, when we sit and regulate ourselves despite the unknown. So many more doors and ideas just kind of flicker in, you know, light bulbs come on that we would not have access to if we're just like in the day-to-day grind and hustle. And so... You know, for me, body intelligence and healing and self-awakening and self-discovery is really about reconnecting because we have become a culture of disconnection and fragmentation. We are intolerant to other, others' views. We get triggered. We react. We hurt each other. We harm nature. And that is a sign of disconnection. And I do not want to have a business... And I don't want to live a life that is disconnected, that is hurtful and harmful. Now, we're human and we're going to say things and do things. But then the responsibility comes to really figure out, okay, why did I say or do what I did? To really, truly understand where did that reaction come from? And then it's, you know, our job to do the work to repair the relationship, to heal ourselves, Those are opportunities for us to become more self-awakened and um, in higher levels of consciousness. So, you know, there was this kind of quote from Nicholas Yanni when he said, you know, we need leaders as healers, right? So not just... You know, like I'm in a healing profession, so I'm helping people heal, but actually showing up as a leader where I'm connecting with others and really tuning in so that they can be seen, heard, validated. That is That can be super healing for another and super healing for, for me to be able to come and show up in my business to show up in the marketplace, to say, hey, you know, these things are important. You're important. What you're feeling is important. And that begins to also create relational healing. So we need to tap in deeper. We need to be able to, we need to return to feeling and feeling deeply and leading through example. You know, um with the pandemic and everything we were having what's known as the like great resignation you know people are leaving very good jobs high paying jobs to follow their passion right intellectually dominant soulfully deficient all the money and all the things but if you have all that but are living a life without meaning without passion without You know, the thing that tickles your soul and gets you all excited, right? We're here. We have one life to live. So how can we begin to reframe, you know, our challenges in business, our challenges in entrepreneurship? And, you know, it really starts by us asking ourselves a simple question. When we're in a situation where we're having a particular outcome. So let's say, you know, I didn't hit my fourth quarter sales. Okay. Rather than going into the whole story of, well, this is why we didn't hit this and such and such market and, you know, um, online ads aren't working and, you know, that's just getting into that thinking analyzing piece rather than asking, okay, so I have this problem, but where am I in my body in context to this problem. So I didn't hit my fourth quarter sales. Am I, am I coming at this statement from a place of open, trusting, curious, like willing to learn about, you know, how this all kind of came to be? Or am I in fear? Am I in worry? Am I in doubt? And Let's let's be honest, in 90 to 95% of cases, most of us come at our problems from a place of fear, worry, and doubt. And I mean, that's that's from a survival perspective, you know, pretty good. I mean, I don't want to mistake, a, you know, a snake for a stick. I, I just want to assume that if I see a snake, uh, sorry, if I see a stick, that, you know, it's a snake. But then I take the time you know to look at it and be like oh yeah okay that's that's a stick and my physiology changes so it's totally natural that for most of the time when we're approaching things uh, in our business you know we're gonna have some fear worry and doubt but then the key question is to then start diving deeper okay I'm my fear my worry and doubt is being triggered I didn't hit my fourth quarter sales okay what is my What's happening in my body? What are the physical sensations or behaviors in my body that are telling me I'm coming from a place of fear, worry, and doubt? And so I feel into those feelings, right? Most of us don't want to sit with some uncomfortable physical sensations, and they usually last about, you know, 90 seconds. You know, can we tolerate sitting with the uncomfortable physiology? to let it begin to settle so we can ask ourselves the next question what is what is it that's being threatened here So I've I've reacted and there are some typical ways that we react. For example, I teach a lot about um, the drama patterns so like the, Hero rescuer response, the prosecutor villain response, or the victim response. And now, here, I don't mean like I'm talking about victim consciousness, the way like we respond to things. So, when we're in fear, worry, and doubt, we're likely somewhere in a drama pattern. And if you're curious about drama patterns and which of them might be more dominant for you, well, I actually have a free quiz that you can take that will uh, help you score which of the drama patterns is more dominant for you. And I will drop a link in the show notes for you to access that quiz. So once we figured out, okay, I'm in fear, worry, and doubt, the way that I'm typically responding falls somewhere in the drama triangle. And then I begin to ask myself, okay, what is it that's actually being threatened here? like, why am I in fear, worry and doubt? And so um, I was given five typical things that we um, we react to when these five things are threatened. And this came from the conscious leadership group. So f- for example, security. So I didn't hit my fourth quarter sales. That's making me fearful, worried, and 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 stressed because, I'm afraid I could lose my job, which would then affect my financial security. So there could be a sense of security that's being threatened. My sense of control. You know, I don't feel under control as to how this happened or what the next solution is. And so I'm coming from a place of fear, worry, and doubt. Approval. Is my approval being threatened here? So meaning if I have to report to somebody or if I have partners in my business, um, you know, I didn't hit the fourth quarter sales, that is going to threaten my approval. And therefore, I am now in a drama pattern uh, reaction, trying to self-protect. Number four is, um, you know, being part of a group. So fitting, fitting in. We want a sense of belonging within a group. So is my sense of belonging being threatened by the situation? And five is uniqueness. We want to feel that we have, that we're individual, that we are unique. And so those are some things that might come under, might come under threat. And so when we understand, oh, this is actually This is, okay, I'm feeling threatened right now. How do I know I'm feeling threatened? What's happening in my physiology? When I come to understand those things, the next logical question is, can I accept myself for feeling what I feel? And that can be challenging because oftentimes it's exactly those parts that we have try to discard, get rid of, uh, quiet, and that's what's caused the fragmentation. That part of myself that's fearing and worried and, and scared, you know, can I now accept that part of myself? Because if I cannot accept the part of myself that is in fear, then I'm likely to continue repeating the pattern. We might call this self-sabotage. We might call it repetition compulsion. And from neuroscience, really, something in our past happened where we wanted something to happen, but it couldn't go or it didn't go the way that we wanted it to go due to whatever the circumstances. And it's as if a stress cycle or some sort of cycle wasn't able to complete. Maybe we didn't have enough resources. Maybe we didn't have enough support. Um, and something got stuck, right? So the the thing that got stuck is that self-protective pattern. It's almost as if the body never got the message that like we're safe or the situation's resolved or like everything's okay. And therefore that sense of fear, worry, and doubt gets triggered, And that, in fact, is the opportunity for the healing. If I can recognize, become present and aware that I have been triggered and this trigger is a clue to a part of myself that I have not accepted and integrated, and if I can accept and work on integration and learn something from that, then I won't need to have the repetition compulsion. Right, So it's the unresolved energy in the body, in the subconscious, that is preventing us from showing up fully in the present moment. And other people can pick up this energy from us subconsciously as well. In neuroscience, we will call it neuroception. And you've probably had an experience of this at some point in your life. For example, like you walk into a room and you're meeting some people and you know you don't know this person but they just give you a weird vibe like there's something you're feeling within yourself as you're interacting with somebody that tells you i'm i'm not safe with this person or i don't feel comfortable to open up and engage with this person so if i'm triggered if i'm in fear worry and doubt about my sales because i'm worried about getting approval and I'm worried about keeping job security. You know, how am I showing up on the next sales call or the next sales meeting, right? What energy am I putting out? What cues, what bodily subconscious cues is my body giving off to this person may actually impact our ability to make sales? So you didn't make the sales, but what's underneath all of that? Because we want to just go to, well, the marketplace isn't good, my ads didn't work. But maybe in fact there were things that I needed to do or there were things I was doing but I wasn't showing up in my true alignment. So imagine what would be possible for you, for your business, for your relationships, for nature, for the world, if we took responsibility To do the work on reclaiming our fragmented selves, becoming whole and complete, working on our self-development, our personal growth, the deep inner work. The reconnecting back to our true selves before those pieces, before those parts of us that we don't like got fragmented away. And so there are two things we need to do. We need to do the self work. And that requires a little bit of time, a little bit of dedication, reading, researching, becoming curious. And then there's work that can only be done, or there's particular types of healing that can only be done in relationships. Because here's the thing, if I have a self-protective pattern, while I can do some of the self-work, I will be limited on how deep I can go into that work because as I start to get uncomfortable or as I start to unravel parts of me that have had some challenge, my self-protective responses are going to kick in and I may not be able to go deep enough. I may need a container. I may need support from another person to be with me when I need to look at and feel some uncomfortable things, especially in the body. Because, as Bessel van der Klock says, the body keeps the score. The body holds on to incomplete stress patterns it holds on to trauma it holds on to stressful situations and those can be difficult things to go into alone so there's work that can be done on 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 our own and then there are things that we need others to help us with our healing and so you know my mission right now is is really working on reframing my entrepreneurial journey into one where my awakening my coming home to myself is actually the goal and the business successes you know the things that come with business are like the bonus so I'm looking at my business as the opportunity for my self-healing and as I heal myself I contribute more back into the marketplace i contribute more to the people that i'm serving by doing the work i can then be way more supportive of others and part of my mission is like helping people um, move through these different phases helping people learn more body literacy how do i actually start reading the signs how do i know if i'm in a drama pattern How do I begin to be with that? How do I accept, begin to work on accepting those parts of myself? And that's really what me starting BQ for Business, um, that's my new business, because I want to bring more body intelligence or somatic intelligence into business. We need to begin to integrate the thinking mind, the emotional mind, and the, and the sensing and feeling mind, right? If they were all together. I, and by mind, what I meant to say is like thinking intelligence, emotional intelligence, body intelligence. Like what if those parts were more integrated into our day-to-day? How would the world look different? And how would business be different, So I want to finish off with a really lovely personal inquiry or a contemplative practice that you might be able to do. And I've modified, so the original version uh, comes from John Prendergast. And I've kind of modified it to be more entrepreneurial. So what I'd like you to do if you're not driving and have the chance um, to uh, be present for this is kind of a slightly, you know, it's a meditative practice. So if you're not driving or certainly come back if you are driving. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to get into the most comfortable position. And if you're sitting, I just want you to Feel your sits bones on the chair, like feel your bum on the chair. I want you to feel your feet on the ground or if your feet are crossed, just feeling that physical contact. I want you to lean back maybe a little bit and just feel the back of the chair against your back. or if it's more comfortable to stay upright that's totally fine as well and just take a moment to like notice your breath just notice if the breath has an ease of in and out if it's a deep breath or shallow breath just allow your consciousness to drop into the body and I want you to just feel into your heart area whether that's through breathing in and out of the heart maybe it's placing a hand over your heart as you breathe in and out from that very intellectual center And I'm going to be asking you a question. And I want you to reflect on this question from within. Your mind will want to answer the question. And that's okay. Let the mind come up with answers. And then maybe just let those answers sink into the body. And just be curious about, oh, does that feel like the right answer for me? Or is there something more? So this is curiosity. And I'm gonna ask the question a couple of times so we can go a little bit deeper, a little bit deeper, a little bit deeper each time. So this is the question. What kind of entrepreneur are you? Just letting that sink in, giving your heart, your deep inner wisdom, a chance to answer. What kind of entrepreneur are you? What kind of entrepreneur are you really? Take a moment and let whatever come, like just let what came to you be a gift. So allow whatever message, image, idea that's come up. Can you let that? Be a gift. And just notice the impact of that answer on your body. What did you experience as you asked yourself or as you thought about the question? What kind of entrepreneur are you? And whatever came up, can you let yourself be that entrepreneur in this moment? And this is a really great inquiry practice that you can come back to over and over. What kind of entrepreneur are you really? So thank you for joining in on this conversation. Um, If you're curious about the drama patterns, remember the drama pattern quiz link will be put in the show notes. And this podcast, this discussion, is a glimpse into uh, the introductory course I'm going to be offering in the fall. It's going to be a four-week course of 75 minutes once a week where we're gonna slow down and go into these elements a little more deeply so that we can begin to develop some body literacy, begin to understand our patterns, understand the cues that tells me I'm in a pattern. We're gonna talk about, great, so you've found your pattern now what you know now what do I do with this how do I begin to work with this and change so that I can be in better alignment with my true self and my true purpose and we're going to do that in a group setting so the course will run live 75 minutes once a week there will be a bonus Q&A after the course so that if there's questions or insights, it'll just be an opportunity for us to gather again at the end of the course. And we're going to be going through some body intelligence practices and you know, really understanding how uh, we might use this in business. So it's a completely different way if you're like looking for marketing strategy or, or business models or, you know, how do I analyze my return on investment? This is not the course. That is not the thing I do. I am a somatic practitioner. I'm a somatic coach and my work is about doing that deep inner work. So, if you'd like to join the waitlist for the course, it's going to be in the fall. Details will be announced soon. And you definitely want to get on the waitlist. Why? Because you'll be the first person to know the details of when registration opens. And you'll get access to early bird pricing. So, why pay full if you can have a discount? But you want to get on the waitlist because people on the waitlist. We'll get the discount, so that the link will be posted in the show notes. But you can definitely go visit my website. It's www.bqforbusiness.com, and you can read uh, or read more about me. Read more about somatic coaching. Uh, I am offering somatic coaching uh, for individuals. Um, there's going to be the introductory course, as I mentioned. And I'm also um, collecting uh, individuals who, or I have a wait list for individuals that would like to be in a mastermind group. I'm going to call it Mastermind Practice Group. And it's an opportunity for us to meet two times a month. Where we actually practice. We do the body somatic practices. Because if you want to embody something new, you want to change a pattern, you want to transform the way you're showing up, that requires practice. And it's very easy in business to get distracted and busy and on to the next thing. So I ran a beta group um, early this spring. And we had a wonderful time together, like just so insightful. And what I like to do in these groups is I like for us to have some inquiry and discussion and contemplation either around an idea or a quote or um, a concept so we all kind of get to share. Then we collectively do a body practice and then we chat about that and what our experiences are And there will be opportunities for mini-coaching where I can walk you through. If you're having a particular problem, you know, there will be mini-coaching sessions available. If, of course, you're, you know, maybe not ready to do one-to-one coaching with me. And it's so amazing what people learn, both just by observing or being the person, being coached. Obviously, hopefully you're getting something out of that. Yeah, and and so the group mem like the group mastermind was just really great. We we really came together and it was just wonderful to have a group of like-minded entrepreneurs looking at doing business differently. And that's really what this is about discovering how can we do business differently? How can we begin to implement this into our realm? And so there's a link to that, if you'd be interested in the mastermind group, so there's a waitlist for the course, a waitlist for the mastermind group, and the uh, one-to-one somatic coaching is open. I offer a free uh, discovery call, which is then followed up by what I call a VIP introductory session, and so that's a 90-minute session with me where we brainstorm and talk about kind of what are all the blocks and challenges that are coming up for you or what are some core beliefs that are just coming up over and over and you just can't seem to get past. We'll hone in on a particular uh, problem or block or belief and then I'm going to take you through somatic coaching. And so this is a wonderful way of getting a flavor for what somatic coaching is like it's an opportunity to work on a particular problem without making any commitments on like packages or anything like that so it's just like a one session um and the details of that um we would discuss on our discovery call if you were interested. Then I would send you details on uh, what that session would potentially look like. So lots of wonderful things happening. And I'm really excited because as I'm doing the work, as I'm living this in my business as a business owner, as a entrepreneur, I I just I know and feel the power of it. And I just want to share this with the world like this is my passion project is to share this with the world. So check out the links, you know, if, if you feel moved, join the wait lists and take the quiz, even if it's just for fun. And I just really look forward to connecting with you all. So that's it for this episode of the podcast and we'll connect with everybody next time.